This is The Nun Report. I'm Dan Nunn. This is where we talk truth, freedom, a little bit of weirdness on almost a daily basis. Today is Thursday, December 22nd. And I'm going to jump on the talk about the Zelensky presentation in front of Congress and their adoration of uh, a guy who's really not a nice guy. I mean, he's he's done some pretty horrible things. He is a... he rules with an iron fist. He doesn't allow political opposition. He doesn't allow a free press. He's shut down the uh, Ukrainian Orthodox Church. All kinds of wonderful things. It's not a democracy. They're not fighting for democracy over there. They're fighting for the U.S. dollar. And Zelensky came in front of Congress to give his pitch for that. And they applauded him, and they loved him, and they gave him $47 billion in the omnibus package on top of the $1.8 billion that Biden took from our military budget to give to him via executive memorandum. They did that all yesterday. Well, actually, the omnibus passed today because we have 21 traitors within our midst. We have 21 Republican senators who chose greed, who chose politics, who chose themselves and their interests and their power over the interests of the American people. And they have the gall to sit there and say that they represent us. And if, you, if you're not for Ukraine, then you support Putin. If you, don't, if you don't support giving a blank check to Ukraine with tens of billions, now hundreds of billions of our tax dollars that we pay for, that's our money. It's not the government's money, it's our money. And they're being horrible stewards of it. So if you don't support that, if you don't support a blank check to Ukraine, with hundreds of billions of our tax dollars going into a bottomless pit over there, then you're a Putin sympathizer and you support Putin. That's what they're saying. Republicans that don't support an endless supply of money to Ukraine support Putin. That's obviously ridiculous. Just as ridiculous as people who talk about an open border uh, support the cartels in Mexico. But that's what they do. It's the party of ridiculousness. And it seems that we have quite a few senators that are part of that bunch as well. And I'm going to throw them up right here because we had 21. I'm going to read off their names. These people are not patriots. These people place power and money over the interests of the American people. Roy Blunt, Missouri. John Bozeman, Arkansas. Shelley Capito, West Virginia. Susan Collins, Maine. John Corinne, Texas. Tom Cotton, Arkansas. Lindsey Graham, of course. South Carolina. Chuck Grassley, of course. Iowa. Cindy Hyde-Smith, Mississippi. Mitch McConnell, the leader of the pack. Jerry Moran, Kansas. Lisa Murkowski, she may as well be a Democrat up in Alaska. Rob Portman, Ohio. Pitt, Pitt Romney. Mitt Romney, the biggest rhino of all out of Utah, of course. Still pissed off that he never became president. He's still got his binders full of women, though. Mike Rounds, South Dakota. Mark Rubio, Florida. Traitor. Richard Shelby, Alabama. John Thune, South Dakota. Tommy Tuberville, Alabama. Roger Wicker, Mississippi. And Todd Young of Indiana. Most all of those are pretty conservative states. Those are, those are pretty red states that I'm looking at on that list. And, um, yeah, other than Maine, uh, West Virginia. Yeah, pretty much all of those are, are red states. So I wonder how their constituents feel 
about a $1.7 trillion. This, even, this isn't even for a year. It's the largest annual budget ever in the history of this country. And it's not even for a year. It's for nine months. It's for nine months. It, it's, it's, it, go, it has to be done over again in September. The Democrats kicked it around down the road. It's supposed to be done September 30th. They gave it a three-month extension. Still didn't finish it. Gave it another week extension. Still didn't finish it. And so here we are cramming through a 4,000-page bill with 2,000 pages of directions, $1.7 trillion, $46 billion to Ukraine, nothing to our border as far as closing it or securing our border. Oh, they're putting money down there to increase the processing capacity to bring more people in faster. Let me just remind you of some of the things that are in this budget, some of the things that we're paying for. $7.5 million for an update to the Carter Museum. President Carter, remember him, the peanut farmer, used to be the worst president in history until Biden. $3.5 million, Office of Diversity and Inclusion. $1.2 billion, LGBT, LGBTQ Pride Center in California. $3.6 million to the Michelle Obama Trail. Ooh, that's important. $3 million to the LBGTQ Plus Museum in New York City. $2 million to Great Blacks and Wax Museum in Baltimore. That's a wax museum. $2 million bucks. That's what blacks need is a wax museum. That's going to help them for sure. $90 million global internet freedom and express... <laughs> $90 million toward global internet freedom of expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, $45 billion to Ukraine. $16.7 billion to the border. $11.5 billion to the FBI. $500 million of that is going to go for raises. This is the FBI, you know, that's trying to silence free speech, that is dictating to social media platforms what they can and can't put on. The FBI of misinformation that says anybody that doesn't agree with them are the ones putting out the misinformation. The people putting out the misinformation are the FBI. The ones who colluded to keep the Hunter Biden laptop out of the news before an election that would have changed the outcome of the election and made Donald Trump president. He would be president right now if the FBI had not squashed the story on social media and in the mainstream media. The FBI did that. So those are just some of the things that are in that bill. It's wonderful. And Zelensky came over to celebrate with them about the money, to beg for more money. God, I just can't get over it. I mean, American families are hurting. American families are having a hard time living paycheck to paycheck, filling our vehicles, purchasing groceries at 30% higher price. It's the holidays right now. The inflation is at a 40-year high. The dollar is awful. And we're in a recession. All of that. Oh, and our border's wide open. We have no national sovereignty because we've, They've decided to leave the southern border open. All of that. And they pass this garbage that's full of a bunch of social programs. Oh, $300 billion to green energy BS, most of which is going to go to loans that people are going to default on. And we'll get stuck with the tab. Increases national debt by a trillion dollars. It's already at $31 trillion. Anyway, enough with that. I think you know who the enemies are, and I think you know what needs to be done. So Zelensky arrived at the White House yesterday. He flew all the way over here from Europe and that presents himself in his, what, green, green, green sweatsuit? Is that what that is? They like to say, they try to spin it, oh, in his traditional green camel or outfit, you know. I mean, come on, man. You're the president of a country. You're coming to the United States to beg for money. At least have the decency to put on a damn suit. 
And of course, they met in the White House and did a little press conference. I'm only going to show one clip from this because uh, there were a bunch. And then they did a uh, stand-up press conference as well behind podiums where uh, Biden continued to make a fool out of himself and of the United States like he always does. But this is what they had to say in this posed uh, little section. Kremlin, and uh, we'll support Ukraine pursuing a just peace. President Zelensky, the United States stands with the brave people of Ukraine. We stand with you and you've been a great leader. And by the way, we have a famous thing that occurs once a year. We pick the man of the year in Time Magazine. You are the man of the year in, in, this, in the United States of America. And so welcome. We have a lot to talk about it. I wonder if they talked about the 10% for the big guy. Make sure that, uh, make sure he gets his cut because you know his family laundered a ton of money through Ukraine. Paid him a lot of money. You think Biden's compromised? I do. I think he's compromised a lot. So anyway, he talks about, we're with you. We're with Ukraine. Oh, and to adjust peace. That's what he said, just peace. What? Define a just peace, because later on in the day, he also said, we're with Ukraine no matter what. We're with Ukraine till the end. What is the end? Where is the end? Is it the expulsion of of Russian troops from the territory that they just took this year? Or is it, does it include also then the expulsion of the expulsion of the troops from Crimea that have been there for years? Or is it, does it go even further than that? Because Vladimir Zelensky's stated goal is new leadership in Russia. So does it go that far? When is the end of this? When do we stop writing checks? When do we stop giving them money? Biden says it's going to be a long war and we need to prepare for the long haul that's going to last at least through 2023. It'll last as long as they can continue bilking the taxpayer for money to give to the military industrial complex who lined their campaign coffers and increase their stock portfolios. That's how long it's going to last. And Zelensky's laughing his way all, all the way to the bank. There's no accountability for this. There's no auditing. There's no budgeting. Oh, and by the way, we're sending Patriot missile batteries over there, which is going to require American troops to go over there on Ukrainian ground to train them how to use them properly. They've already talked about that. And I'm sure there's, we already have troops over there on the, on the ground right now doing training. So we're fighting a war against Russia and we're using Ukrainian bodies to do it. You know, in a way, if we start sending personnel to directly help in the conflict against Russia in Ukraine via military personnel to train them how to use the Patriot missile batteries. Russia may have a case for saying that the U.S. is directly involved in this. We're arming them to the teeth. And now if we put boots on the ground inside Ukraine's borders to teach them how to fight Russia, then that makes us directly involved. So I think Russia could actually make a case for that. And that doesn't mean I support Putin because I don't. He's an asshole as well. He's crazy. He's a dictator just as much as Zelensky is. They're two peas in a pod, people. He's not our friend. So later in the day, he goes to Congress and he got this reception. Check this out. The president of Ukraine. 
Fix your dentures there, Nancy. Look at this ass kissing. It goes on. Now, keep in mind, this guy is an actor and a comedian. That's what he was before he became a dictator. And so he loves the applause and the adoration. He's loving it. And he knows how to perform. He knows how to speak. This whole thing was a dramatization. It was choreographed from beginning, from the moment he landed to the end. Right down to the green sweatsuit that he's wearing. And now I guess he's going to go he's going to go on a European tour and beg them for a bunch of money as well now that he's got ours. He says he wants more. Now, this was one of the most bizarre moments that I, I think I've seen. It, it was awkward, it was um bizarre and he presents a Ukrainian flag that is uh, supposedly signed by a bunch of Ukrainian troops on the front lines that that uh that Zelensky went to, and he brought that over to present to Congress. And again, this is part of the this is part of the dramatization of this part of the presentation. This was all planned, but it gets really awkward when Zelensky goes in for the kiss. <laughs> now, we, this keep Nancy Pelosi. She ripped up the speech of a U.S. president, and now she's now she's there as the head of the house um, smooching with a foreign dictator. Check this out. My God. cringe factor 95 on a scale of one to 10. He goes in for the kiss, man. He's lucky he didn't come away with a mouthful of dentures stuck to his teeth or to his lips. I mean, jeez, that is scary, man. Can you imagine moving in for a kiss on Nancy? That's got a man, that guy, maybe he is the man of the year. I mean, if he, if he, if he has the ability and the, and the, to go through that and like actually intentionally go in for a kiss on Pelosi and then survives to tell the tale. Maybe he does deserve to be man of the year. I don't know. Um, at any rate, uh, I'm going to play a couple of clips of what he had to say, and then we're going to move on to, to some other things. The battle continues, and we have to defeat the Kremlin on the battlefield. Yes. This battle is not only for the territory, for this or another part of Europe. The battle is not only for life, freedom, and security of Ukrainians or any other nation which Russia attempts to conquer. This struggle will define in what world our children and grandchildren will live, and then their children and grandchildren. It will define whether it will be a democracy of Ukrainians and for Americans for all. How did we get lumped into that? So the outcome of 
the war in Ukraine and Russia is going to define the grandchildren or the children and grandchildren and then their children and grandchildren and democracy for Ukrainian and America combined. How do how do we get a stake in this war? I, I don't want to be in this war. I don't want a stake in this war. I don't want our money. You know what? American lives matter. Okay? It's sad that Ukrainian civilians are dying. It's sad that their soldiers are dying. It's horrible. War is horrible. It's been happening since the beginning of time. But the American people did not ask for this. And we have no skin in the game, or we shouldn't. The only skin we have in the game is building up the industrial war complex, military industrial complex. I like to throw war in there once in a while because it's just really what it's about, right? I mean, you're making weapons. It's about war. Something that man still hasn't outgrown. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. It's an investment, folks. We're going to get a return on this. So I hope that we're all, everyone should be expecting checks in the mail on this investment. Uh, our tax dollars are being invested in Ukraine. And I would like to know the percentage of return on that. I mean, is it 10%, 15%? Um, when should we expect our kickback as, as American taxpayers since we're the ones that provided the money to go over there? I would like to know that. And, um, you know, again, he, he tries to lump us in with it. Meanwhile, well, we're not providing any money to secure our border, and um, and we're giving tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine. This is what's going on here, right now. While they were sitting there clapping themselves, and Zelensky was going in for the kiss on Nancy Pelosi. This is what was happening in El Paso. This goes on twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. And they're stacked up there, tens of thousands of them getting ready to come into the United States. They're coming in by the thousands every day. And that's going to get worse if Title 42 goes away. And as I said, the Democrats answer to it in the omnibus, omnibus bill. In fact, it specifically prohibits securing the border by means of electronic methods or border patrol or fences or anything. So... No part of the budget is put toward stopping people from coming in. All of the money is geared toward providing more processing. So they're going to have more centers, more places to put people. They're going to be able to process them faster. Their goal is to bring as many illegal aliens into this country and process them as quickly as possible as they can. So more people process them quicker, move them around the country. Like I said yesterday, uh, illegal aliens have now shown up, and they know this by uh, uh, geofencing on the cell phones, is that they give them, by the way, we give them cell phones. Anyway, they, they track those, and they've showed up in 431 congressional districts in the United States. There's only 435 congressional districts in the whole country. So they're going everywhere, and they're being transported by NGOs, non-governmental organizations. 
Well, the FBI thought they had to come out and address the Twitter files because it got pretty bad. And here's what they had to say. This was their official statement. And it's, uh, I think it's more incriminating. I think it's basically an admission of guilt. In fact, it makes it worse than just the Twitter files. Not only were they controlling the information that Twitter was allowed to put out there and requesting that people be removed and tweets be removed directly. Not, they had a direct line to Twitter. They had weekly meetings with Twitter to control the information that they put out. It's censorship, plain and simple. The fact that they felt they had to come out and make this statement. Alert. Now we are getting our first response and what from they the said. FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements which involved numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency that Justin John. All right, noted. The White House. This coming from an organization that squashed the Hunter Biden laptop, the one that feeds misinformation, the one that actually creates, created the, the Steele dossier for for Trump. This is this is an organization that is corrupt to its core. One that has made up information, conspired to remove a president, conspired to get a different one elected. An organization that lies as a matter of habit up at the top. An organization that has been squashing free speech. An organization that needs to be dismantled piece by piece down to its very last one. And they come out and say, of course, they throw out, oh, conspiracy theorists and misinformation. They used all the catchphrases in there. But the fact that they say, oh, we do this sort of thing all the time. This is nothing new. This is normal. This is business as usual. We're always communicating with private businesses and having them censor information. That's what they said. They just said, not only did we do it with Twitter, we do it with everybody. That's even worse. <laughs> Idiots. Jesus. I mean, whoever wrote that statement should be fired. Okay, and whoever signed off on it should be fired because that, that was the most incriminating, most ridiculous thing they could have possibly said was, oh yeah, we did this, we did this with everybody, not just Twitter. <laughs> oh my. Uh, up in Washington State, where I'm from, we have, uh, we have a, we're, <laughs> these guys are communists. They're going after the guns again, like they always do. And, uh, they're going to, you can't, you can't chase cars anymore. They don't enforce laws. Shoplifting is legal now. Drugs are illegal, uh, but they want to restrict your firearms. Hey, how about this? Why don't we just make committing crimes illegal? Why don't we just make shooting people illegal? You know, we could make murder. Maybe we could even make murder illegal. No, 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 can't do that. We got to take the guns. They want to have a permit. They want people to have permits. Inslee claimed the increase in gun violence during his time in office is the reason you need to have a license to drive a car in the state. You need to get a license to go fishing. It's time you get a license to make sure you have the safety and training to purchase a gun. Notice how 
You need to have a license to drive a car, but you don't have to have a license to buy a car, okay? You need to get a license to go fishing, but you don't need to have a license to buy a fishing pole. So his comparison here is ridiculous. It's beyond absurd. He says it's time to get a license to make sure you have the safety to purchase a gun. You're required to get a license and get training before you can even purchase a gun. They tried that in Oregon. They didn't even have the classes in place. It was an impossible task to complete. Therefore, they're basically taking away, no, not basically, they are taking away your Second Amendment rights. Anyway, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep you much longer today. In fact, I'm going to check out for a long weekend for Christmas. And uh, I will catch you next week on Tuesday when we kick things back off for a short burst before the New Year festivities. Here's the no better take of the day. You've got rhinos in Congress that call themselves, in the Senate in particularly, that call themselves Republicans. They call themselves conservatives. And they are anything but. They are establishment swamp creatures. Plain and simple. They voted for, voted for a $1. trillion omnibus budget for nine months that they've never even read that is full of a bunch of liberal wokeness projects for the LGBTQ and equity, $300 million for green, billion for green energy projects and loans, $46 billion to Ukraine, walking trails, libraries, wax museums. Everybody got, you know how much it costs, $600 million dollars to buy a senator's vote. That's what they got from the Georgia senator who voted for it in earmarks. Pigs lined up at a trough, eating everything they can out of it, lining their pockets, feeding the military industrial complex, in turn feeding their campaign coffers and probably their private portfolios. While we're all trying to get by, barely, as the peasants See, they don't care. They're millionaires. Not only did they pass this budget, they basically tied the hands of the incoming House of Representatives, which is going to be controlled by Republicans, who will now have no say in the next year in what is spent because they're going to pass this. The House is going to rubber stamp it. And Biden will, of course, sign it. He'll sign anything they put in front of him and tell him to sign The lame duck Congress has never done this before. It's not just not done. It's just not done. But they don't care anymore. Norms and etiquette mean nothing anymore. They've thrown them all out the window. I listed the 21 senators, 21 Republican senators who voted for this waste, this massive reckless spending bill. They don't care about the American people. Again, they can care about only their own money, their own power, their own control. And screw us. You've got an FBI that's completely out of control, that's censoring people, that not only censors people, but admits the same FBI that squashed the Hunter Biden laptop, the same FBI that created a fake steel dossier and presented it as a method to, to, to say there was Russian collusion in the 2016 election. The same FBI who censors what's able to go be on Twitter, tells them to delete tweets, tells them, to ban accounts. They came out and said that, oh, this is normal. We do this with all companies. What we did with Twitter is no big deal because we do it everywhere. Oh, okay. It's okay because you do it everywhere. 
Gotcha. We're giving $47 billion to Ukraine on top of the $100 billion we are, $105 billion we've already given them with a blank check. We're going to support them till the end of time, according to Biden. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't agree with it. And they try to tell you that if you don't agree with it, opening up our tax coffers, our money, and give an unlimited amount to Ukraine with no accountability whatsoever, that then you support Putin. If you don't support giving all of our tax dollars till forever, until whenever they decide not to, to Ukraine, then you're a Putin supporter. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing to even say. We're sending troops over there, by the way, to train them to use Patriot missile batteries. So if we put troops on the ground in Ukrainian borders to help them fight the Russians, are we not now directly involved in a war with Russia? Russia could probably make a decent argument that it's true. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio or on a podcast, renegaderadio.com or another podcast that I'm out there on, uh, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report so you can see all the video. You can catch me on all the socials at The Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS, or thenunreport.com, and you can link into everything right there. Easy as pie. Anyway, thanks again for watching. Have a great Christmas. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.